Welcome to Right, Just, and Inconvenient, a podcast where we talk about the Catholic faith and our walk towards holiness in today's cultural climate. We're your hosts. I'm Alex. And I'm Amanda. And we are both Catholic wives and mothers trying to raise the next generation of good and decent Catholics in today's world. And even though we don't always get it right ourselves, we invite you to walk with us on this journey to holiness. church have to say about femininity? Which is a question that we recently started asking ourselves. Um, I feel like this started really because of the Martha Movement page that you follow. Yeah, so um, I heard from, I guess, an acquaintance, a friend, sure, from, like, at our high school reunion. Um, Oh, really? Yeah, Catherine, she said um, that, and I've that makes sense because I saw the cleaning, the, the fly lady. Uh, yes. Cleaning assistant, yeah. on there. So she, yeah, she recommended this fly lighting cleaning system, and it's amazing. Yeah, that's I, I also it. recommend it. If you don't use it, shameless plug, like, use it. Yeah, use it for sure. But um, anyway, she, like, sent me info on it, and in one of the pages that um, had a lot of information about this um, system and also, like, had some videos of it being put into action was this page called the Martha movement. And, um, so I, I followed the account just because I figured, I figured it was a good account and, um, and it is, and it has, um, a lot like homemakers and which is what I do. And, um, one of the things that they try to do, at least the, the owner of the page, she tries to wear dresses. Well, always, just even when she works out she wears like more workout appropriate like dresses maybe with like leggings underneath or like shorts underneath but yeah like always wearing dresses and I was like this is insane (laughs) and so I I even told Amanda about it and then her response was something similar like yeah that's too far you know yeah like I was on board I was like I could I could see a case even for like the daily dresses because like I like wearing dresses fine like yeah um, my main issue with them right now is that like not all of my dresses are nursing accessible right definitely Um, for sure 100% so uh my main issue is that I'm a volleyball coach (laughs) like I can't imagine wearing no Hilaria's got you have you seen those ads Polara, Hilara. I have no idea what that is. Really? Okay, so I've seen ads on basically every platform that I've been on lately, and I'm not the only one because my friend Sarah um, called me randomly like when we were talking on our morning talk and was like, oh my gosh, have you seen these dresses? But they make them like fashionable, but they also make like workout dresses, but they do come with shorts underneath and they've got like a little pocket. Oh, okay. It's the first thing I thought of when you said that like she wears workout dresses. Granted, like... This isn't just one lady. This is like a lot of people. Like her following. Yeah. Um... Granted, like, the ones that they wear are probably, like, a little bit more, like, I guess, modest. Like, the Hilaire ones are kind of short. They did come out with a slightly longer one, but they're still kind of short. They're, yeah. like, tennis skirt, kind of. I gotcha, yeah. But, um, that's what I thought of when you said it. And, but I couldn't imagine, like, purchasing, <laughs> like, making a special purchase of a dress that would be appropriate to work out in that, eh, like, I already own. Right. Leggings. Well, so, when, I mean, I thought it was crazy. I talked to Amanda about it, and then I was just like, I mean, I don't know. Like, why do they do this? Like, yeah. And this is, I'm just going to throw this out there because it's something that I've been thinking about um, in my coaching world, and I feel like it applies here. Like, um, instead of being like, this is insane, 
or or in the coaching world like like that's wrong she like missed the pass or messed it up yeah to get curious instead and and be like i wonder why this is happening so i was i got curious and i was just like why why <laughs> like why would you do this and so um so i feel like that is how this episode came to be and also um and i thought maybe i should try something so like i wasn't going to do dresses every day i'm just i'm not so like one of the things they suggested though is if you wanted to try to start something like this like always wear dresses at church and then they do like a femininity Friday. So I wear dresses on Fridays now. Yeah. And the truth is, and I don't know if this is dress specific and I know we're going to get into how this is not actually necessary, but I do feel like more productive or maybe I don't feel more productive, but I am more productive. And I've said this in our stories before. Like, when I get ready, when I get dressed, and it doesn't even have to be in a dress, but, like, I just am more productive. Like, when I look more put together, I am more put together. And there are studies on this, like... Yeah, I was about to ask you, like, specifically when you're, um, about, like, the getting ready, if it had to do with the dress or more so, like, the process of literally getting ready. Well, I think the dress is, um, and, and we'll get into this, I think, but, like, I think the dress does something for me as, like, as my role as, like, wife, mother, homemaker. yeah, yeah. Because it, there is, like, a traditional, um, like, um, stereotype. I'll even say that. But, like, that women, like, at, like they wear dresses in the home. Yeah. Like, blah, blah, whatever. We, like, it, dresses are feminine. They just are. And it makes me feel more feminine. It makes me feel, like, more set in my role, maybe. Pioneer woman. But, you know, and, and do what you want with this. But, like, Andrew <laughs> loves it. Andrew loves it when he comes home. And I'm in a dress. I tend to be in a better mood. I'm, like, excited about my homemaker role. And I'm kind of making fun of it, too, like, if I'm being real. I think that I think that, that matters, too. Like, the fact that, like, Andrew likes it. Like, I think that that matters. Yeah, like, I even put my apron on the other day, and I felt cute. And I was, like, spinning around cooking in the kitchen, like, making him lunch. And I was just, like, ten years ago, I would have hated myself. I was about to say, I wish that I could take ten years ago Alex and, like, just make her a little smile. Oh, yeah, I would have made fun of myself so hard. Because you would have mocked yourself. Oh. To death. Exactly, but like the the truth is that like I think because that the, I used to talk about this. Yeah, like, I used to actively talk about like, desiring like this specific lifestyle. Yeah, you did, and and I used to think that was insane. I was like, you have to want more than this, and like now I'm like trying to achieve it. But I think that the whole idea behind the dress thing is that like for her, and I I think for me too, she mentioned that she wasn't like naturally inclined to this role. Neither am I. Like, it is the role that I am sure God is, is wanting for me, at least right now. Not that I'm going to leave my vocation as mother and wife, but, like, you know, kids will grow up and stuff. But, like, right now, I am wife and mother, and I have to take care of this home, and I have to make this home a place of, like, a sanctuary for my family. And, like, that's my job. And whatever it takes to do my job well, if that's, like, wear yoga pants and t-shirts, great. But I've noticed that I do better when I'm in a dress sometimes. And I don't intend yet, I'll let you know if I change this, but to dress, wear dresses every day. But I do like that, like, I can hold myself accountable for wearing a dress on Fridays and, you know, on Sundays for to church specifically or anytime I'm in the presence of yeah. like, the Blessed Sacrament. So, like, adoration too. Like, so far this practice has been good for you and you can tell it's good for you because of the good fruit that is, like, yeah, for exactly. Your life. But if it doesn't um, do that for you, then there's yeah. no point in doing it. Exactly. So, like, if it if if it does not matter 
at all in your life, then, then don't bother. Like, it's not necessary to your salvation or to, like, your goodness of character. Yeah. I think um, modesty is. Yeah. And and, and I want to also add that, like, this movement, um, the Martha movement or whatever, um, and I don't know that I'm on board with everything. I don't know what all they do. But um, it does not, like, it, it definitely um, calls for, like, beautiful dresses, not, like, paper bag like not like baggy like like waitress like dresses that like give you a waist like you're supposed to look beautiful you're not supposed to and feel beautiful you're not supposed to like like just do it for the sake of modesty if that makes any sense yeah like you're supposed to be modest but you're not supposed to like um look like the people from like the fundamentalist yeah church thing that's on the netflix yeah like there's a way to be like modest and adorable no, yeah. Like what I'm wearing right now. Like I, um, let me describe it to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm wearing like a dress, but the dress is, um, it, it's a little bit low cut in the front. So I put on a crop top over it. So you can't see it. I would describe it as a cardigan. <laughs> the cr- it's not a cardigan. It's a button. Like think early 2000s, what would have been described as a cardigan in the early 2000s. It is a cropped cardigan. <laughs> yeah. And it's buttoned up. Yep. <laughs> Uh, go on. Um, anywho. Um, but talking about the Martha movement, like, again, like, this episode isn't completely about the Martha movement. It's also just about, like, femininity, which is what we're here to talk to you about, is that it's important. And even though we've just talked about how it doesn't matter if you wear dresses or don't wear dresses or whatever, right now in our society and in our culture, there seems to be kind of a movement towards just neutralizing gender roles altogether. Um, neutralizing and, gender altogether and yeah neutralizing gender altogether and I think that there are some areas where we can find some common ground here with a lot of people that perpetuate this ideology um, like in the sense that um, little girls can like trucks like a little boy can like a baby doll like it's not a uh, it's not a big deal so there's nothing like inherently wrong about like girls, little girls wanting to play with monster trucks or little boys wanting to play with a baby doll. Like, I think that there's some parts in that where we can find common ground. Like, but at the end of the day, there are fundamental things that separate men from women. There are. Um, yeah. And this movement to like completely separate gender from sex. Like, I think that we can realize that the two concepts are different concepts. Like, sex being defined by, like, your biological, like, genitalia and gender being more, like, rooted in, I guess, well, I mean, defined by the church, rooted in your identity as the image of likeness of God. Um, But we can't separate one from another. Yeah. Like, we can wrap our head around them as separate concepts, but we recognize that as separate concepts, they're still linked together intrinsically. Like, we can't rip them apart like it's like like body and soul even like, yeah like yeah they're two different like things concepts sure but like um you can't get me without my soul yeah. i am yeah like you can't get my body without my soul um yeah and i feel like um that is a big i feel like that's a big issue with um i'm gonna say the left which this isn't a political podcast so like don't don't come at me but um is that a lot of times and not always the left sometimes it's the right like sometimes it's like 
whatever side is is going the hardest on on taking a concept like the fact that like boys can play with baby dolls because absolutely they can like what is the worst thing that's going to happen they'll be great fathers like that's possible you know and um girls with trucks like who cares yeah but um like that is good like making that difference like that's good and then and then people tend to take it too far yep. like on both sides but this time it was the left yeah like too far and they're just like maybe genders don't exist or maybe or like maybe you can be 25 like, genders yeah, yeah like it's just you are what you are <laughs> yeah like you are what god created you to be and you are as he created god doesn't make mistakes like that is um at the end of the day just the truth and so then it comes to like like, what is femininity? Yeah. Like, if, like, women are supposed to be feminine, like, what is that? And I spent a lot of time trying to figure out, like, try to find, like, a hard and fast, like, definition of what it means, I guess, to be a woman and not in the sense of, like, oh, I have a vagina. Like, just, like, what does it mean to be a woman, yeah. like, in the gender sense? Um. And Pope John Paul II actually talks a lot about this, and he introduces, well, he doesn't even introduce, but I feel like he's emphasizes this concept of the feminine genius. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's two, like, letters that he writes. Like, one of them is a letter to women. Mm-hmm. So that one's pretty straightforward. I'm pretty sure if you go on Hallow, uh, Jen Fulweiler reads it. Like, you can you can listen to it if you don't want to read it yourself. And it's not, it's actually not that long, like, compared to the other one, which was, it began with an M, and it's Latin, and I don't think I wrote down what it was. But, um, basically, the feminine gifts he identifies are receptivity, maternity, sensitivity, and generosity. Um, now, before we jump into the whole maternity thing, like, your identity as a woman is not, like... I guess, condemned if you are infertile for whatever reason. Well, like, but there is also, like, a spiritual kind of maternity. I was about that to we, say. Yeah. Like, like, we're all, in, like, women, we are, um, we do have, like, like, the capacity to be maternal. Right. Um, whether that be biologically or spiritually. Yep. Um, but it gives us, like, basically, it just gives us this sense of responsibility and also this ability to receive other people. And we are intrinsically better at that than men are. Yeah, um, we're nurturers. Yeah, we are. We're nurturers. And I think that also, like, femininity can also be defined a little bit in the sense of what masculinity is not. And I think that this starts with, like, even the story of creation, like, Man was created first, and then God was like, oh, it's not so good that he's alone. Um, he yeah. He's a buddy. He needs help. Like, and in scripture, it's referred to as he needs a helper. Yeah. And then he makes, like, you know, he literally takes Adam's rib and, boom, makes woman. And, like, we are meant to compliment men. And it makes me think, actually, of something that my dad used to say. Um, so take like the theological soundness of this with a grain of salt but (laughs) 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 yeah and uh he he used to say that like men are pigs and he was like men are pigs men have always been pigs he was (laughs) like now should should men be like call themselves to a higher standard yes absolutely he was like but he was like i feel like there was a time 
when women helped call men to a higher standard to be better he said i think as especially like as the third wave feminism has taken over instead of trying to call men to a higher standard women have decided to just become pigs like the men he's like you know instead of calling you to be better we've just decided no we can be pigs too um when he talks about it it's usually specifically with like the sleeping around thing oh yeah okay because he was like men have always been like just i mean we're just not great when it comes to that he was just like but women he was like used to women had standards and women because women didn't want you when you were out being a womanizer he was like that kind of called men to like be better and to like also reserving yourself for marriage like as in like oh well like i'm it made men wait too if he wanted to be with you yeah and he was like there was and now there's this oh well, women just want to be equal but not different and the truth is that we are equal but we're very different also very different and i think about it too like i mean think about it in your own marriage like um like when you think just word association when you think masculinity what do you think about um like in my marriage or just in general just in general um like outdoorsy uh muscles um this is not where i was going with this one. masculinity uh, beard <laughs> okay let's none of these things describe your husband except for maybe outdoorsy Andrew's oh, he's never very outdoorsy yeah i was about to say outdoorsy he does have facial hair and i do like it is it blonde no it's like brown oh okay well we'll thumbtack that i mean i'm glad you're not staring at his face <laughs> too long i suppose <laughs> I just always think of him as being a very clean-shaven person, but um, so is Fred for the majority of the time. Yeah, Fred is like no hair on his face, right? Yeah, yeah. Fred is right up there with David as far as hairlessness goes. Like, but within anyway. my marriage, you said <laughs> just in general. Okay, I know, but I'm within changing my the marriage. I think um, provider, like, okay. like um, financially and spiritually, like he's in charge here. Okay leader um a confident leader okay this is where i was going because i specifically thought about andrew i feel like i'm being quizzed (laughs) because i well i wanted you to say this and i'm glad that i didn't have to lead you there because i thought i was gonna have to (laughs) but (laughs) whoops like earlier when i was trying you tricked me by saying not in my marriage so i was like going away from andrew yeah i know i wanted to see what you said in general (laughs) but because i think about fred in this way at the same in the same token sometimes when i think about like masculinity I do think these qualities of leadership that I do think can also apply to women, but I think like the, the qualities of leadership and also this confidence, but here's where I think that women are very important. And I think you will agree sometimes, and I think this in my own marriage as well. I think that men tend to be very, very confident in what they think or say, or believe sometimes without actually not actually like questioning the why. So I think sometimes that confidence can be a little bit misplaced. (laughs) And I think that where like femininity comes into play here and this is just one of the many examples of like the complementary nature of men and women is i think that we are good at taking masculine qualities and refining them like helping men refine their good qualities that are already there and just giving them a little bit of direction and i think this comes with like the confidence thing 
with leadership. Like my dad always said, it's the job of a man to be a good leader in their family. But a good leader takes into consideration the other members of the household. He was like, a good leader listens to the other people in the house too. Yeah. And I think that that's a very important aspect of like the masculinity. And it's also such an important role of like the woman to, I think, open the husband's mind to other um, perspectives. I think it's the idea to kind of shed a little perspective. And I think that that's also what makes us great receivers. I feel like, um, you know, the, the verse about women being submissive yes, and, and men falling on their swords for their women, like, like men are supposed to die for us. Yes. Like Christ died for the church, but women were supposed to, we're supposed to follow their lead. And like, I feel like it gets a bad rep because, um, because no one wants to be like told what to do it's hard especially like because of the whole third wave the third wave or just feminism yeah but say some of this is first wave in in general and um remind me to expand upon that because i can um but i think that um no one talks about the fact that like it's not like our husbands just boss us around it's that they like somebody's got to be in charge like somebody's got to lead like in general, like, we do make most des- decisions together, but what if you don't agree? Like, and then what if both decisions are probably fine? Like, you do have to, like, like, somebody has to take the initiative, and, and, and it's good to kind of know who that is. Yeah. And when it comes to, like, like, being in charge of, like, the children's education and stuff, like, like, as a leader, Andrew has delegated that responsibility Yeah, I was about to say, some things are, like, like naturally so better like for the woman to kind of step in and handle but like like you said like your husband has delegated that to you because he's like oh as a leader i see that you're good at this i'm gonna delegate yeah and in your own family that'll look different maybe like you as a woman are the best at finances which i know you are in charge of in your family which actually actually recently like red has taken that over just i feel like he just like needed practice like because i had had like a more long-standing history of like paying bill like yeah living independently in some fashion whether i was good at it or not but like just being like aware in the back of my mind of like bill due dates yeah but all that took was like me to handle it for a little while while like fred figured out a system that would work well for him um but even though it wasn't traditional like for a while that worked for us but like handling the finances wasn't like a i guess like a stereotypical female role in the family so going back to like what femininity looks like and like how different it can look. Um, the first thing I thought of was like, what about the saints? Cause like we've talked about how like we're all called to be saints um, yeah. and how many like different temperaments and different things are like called to be saints. And Two so, separate episodes. Yeah. We have, like the all saints day episode and then the saints of all kinds. Episode, yeah. If you saints check of all those kinds out. is what I was thinking of. But looking at like there's so many different types of women that are saints like saint joan of arc like who is a warrior and like never really did the traditional like homemaker mother wife nine like she was literally a military leader um but there's also mothers like saint elizabeth ann seton um saint monica just and then like holy virgin saint lucy um and since i know you love zelly martin like (laughs) Also, Zelly Martin, like, I didn't know this, but she was an entrepreneur. Yeah, she was. Like, I had no idea. I think she, like, taught other people to uh, make lace. Yeah. Yeah, and I think uh, they stopped, like, like, her husband stopped working for it for a little bit. So, there's 
there's all these different facets of like womanhood that are there and they're also important and also beautiful um and it's just so important that we don't just decide that because you may like things I guess or like have a an inclination towards some things that are stereotypically like handled by men that somehow those are like un unfeminine things or like aren't part of your own femininity yeah. I guess and at the same time while recognizing that like also recognizing that the separation of masculinity and femininity is still so important. Well, like, like I'm gonna just use um, um, Saint Gianna Mola. Um, she was a doctor, but she was a mother, and like, um, like doctors, oftentimes good doctors, like are very nurturing. Yeah, and I know that, um, like, there's a place for women in that field because. Like, there is, like, a need for nurture there, obviously. And, I mean, w like, there are a lot of, like, female nurses, and they, like, nurses do a lot of the nurturing in that, but there are male nurses, too. And, like, I feel like there's a place for, for both, but it doesn't change, like, the separation of, of what is, like, feminine and masculine. It just means that there's, like, a place for both yeah. in, in those roles. Absolutely. Or, like, there aren't many, like, now, of course, like, women are, like, in the army and all that, of course. But, like, like, as St. Joan of Arc being, like, a warrior, can you imagine, like, how nice it would have been to have, like, the nurturing presence of a woman, like, and yeah. how different it, it might, must have been then? Absolutely. Because, I mean, St. Joan of Arc wasn't out there trying to be a man <sighs> by being a warrior. Right. Um, like, she was still being a woman and being a warrior. Yeah, and a man couldn't have done what she did. Right. Because she wasn't a man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's like in Lord of the Rings when, um, I don't know the character's name, and I'm sorry. Do you know Lord of the Rings well? Uh, not good enough to. Okay, well, know. there's like. Fred's like, the, very upset as he listens to this. Oops, Andrew, too. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the part where, um, the, like, bad guy. Oh, gosh, I'm so sorry. Andrew. The bad guy. <laughs> like,. He's like, no man can defeat me. And oh, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, I know what like, you're talking about. she, like, takes Is her mask Arwen? off. Okay. And, I don't know. But she takes I'm wrong, her mask off, that. and she's like, I am no man. And she's a woman, and she, like, stabs him, and she, like, he dies. Um, I like, watched it, the uh, cartoon versions of those movies when I was a kid. That's like, a thing? I didn't even know there was a Yeah, they were made in the 1970s, and... The animation's terrible, but the movies are really good. And that particular scene is featured in it. I used to love it, like, when I was a kid. Like, when yeah. she rips off the helmet. So, like, like <laughs> I, I am no man. Like, yeah. you know, like, like, God put, like, women to do all sorts of things, but that doesn't change the fact that they're women. And if you haven't, get those movies and show them to your kids. Show them to your kids. Like, they'll enjoy them. 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 And the songs. There's great songs. Brevity, Amanda, brevity. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but, um... Anyway, so, um, <laughs> kind of coming, coming full circle, um, whenever we talked about the whole, like, wearing dresses every day and the Martha Movement thing, um, I did, because I was kind of checking out the page and looking, because there were some things that I was like, eh, I don't know if I'm completely on board with, like, the workout dresses, like, meh. but, um, there were some things I was like, okay, that does make me think, and, kind of going back to like what good comes from this I guess 
and there was a post that was like you know just there's that that goes back to femininity is more than just like what you're wearing or like all that but also you know how do you how do you speak like do you curse like do you speak with gentleness um like do you have a tendency to lash out absolutely um but like look at kind of reflecting on your home and if it's like a hospitable place and even more than your home like your own person like how you present yourselves to others like I think that I see so much posted all the time about like you know people with like uh RBF mm -hmm. um and uh just I mean if you have a problem with that just <laughs> sit and reflect on it for a minute um or like there's a general like you know when um some creepy old guy tells you you should smile more mm -hmm. yeah like as a receptionist I heard that often yeah, I'm sure. Um, and I mean, at the end of the day, I feel like some people who hear that, you, it almost like inclines you not to smile on purpose because you're annoyed. Even yeah, you're, exactly, because you're annoyed. But like, it does make me reflect on the times when I've like sat like that. Like, I mean, just working out, like being receptive. Yeah. Um, being I'm invited. curious. Why are people telling me this? Um. But. And even, like, the, just the virtuousness of womanhood, like, are you, are you slow to anger? Um, like, reflect on your feelings about, like, your duties that you have in your life as a woman, whatever they may be, whether they be related to homemaking or not. Um, and those questions, I think, are great questions to ask yourself. And if you find that you end up doing a better job at expressing your femininity wearing a dress, put on the dress. And if not, just reflect on those things and work on them. Yeah. I mean, and, and if, like, whatever you're doing isn't helping, try something. Like, yeah. Like, for me, it was, like, I'm just going to try this. And if it helps, great. If it doesn't, great. Like, like, like we had an episode on bailing, and, like, it's the same concept. Like, if it helps. Awesome. Do it. Yeah. It's not required. So. If you think it might help, try it. <laughs> yeah. The and point here is just to, like, I guess, strive for excellence. Um, Always. I mean, we're striving for sainthood, and we also want to be, like, a, like, an example of our faith to everyone we meet. So being that, like, receptive, nurturing person, like, it's not just what we're called to be, which we are, but it's also, like, what invites people to want to know, like, why is she so, like, gentle and, like, loving and happy and, like, full like she just seems like she has it all together even if you don't like I'm not saying that you fake it but I'm saying that like if you're mindful of like like how you are treating your vocation or like your family or just anybody you come into contact with like you're going to come off as someone who it really does have it together and um people want to they're interested in yeah. that and like that is that is a way of evangelization that's Absolutely. probably the best way for example and the solution, the solution to, like, being true to your identity or, like, being, it, it, it's not, um, where was I going with this? There was a point. Do you know what the point was? Um, I can guess. Ooh, guess. Um, being true to your identity, um, you have to remember that your identity isn't who, who you want to be as much as who, um, you are and who God called you to be. Ooh. It was along those lines. It was. I it's thought. not about erasing gender roles. It's about embracing our differences and celebrating those. Love it. Let's leave it at that. Um, we will be praying for you. Please be praying for us. 
keep seeking truth.